And we are back. Episode 65. Yes, back to talk some more football with you all. And hopefully share some help, some some insights, some helpful, uh, I don't know the word I'm looking for. Hopefully you all enjoy this episode. I guess what I'm trying to say. There you go. And let's start it off with our famous number 65s. Okay. My, I'll go first. Yes. Houston and Houston and twin. Never <laughs> never heard of him. Uh, Why don't you tell us about him? <laughs> no, I just looked him up. So he's a defensive lineman from 1961 to 1971. Uh, he led the Patriots in sacks from 1967 to 1969. So I mean, that wasn't even a thought. So, uh, but he was inducted into the Patriots Hall of Fame. So good for him. Cool. Um, I had Gerald Hawkins. He is a offensive lineman for the Steelers. I believe he's a backup, but has had to fill in at times. He was like a f- late round pick of theirs in 2016. Um, I, I think it was 2016. That was a long time ago. But anyway, that was my. That's the one name that I kind of know out of the 65s on that team. So these 60 numbers are getting brutal. Yeah, get, I know. We Once get back we to some other numbers. Once we get to 70s, it'll be a little easier. 80s will be really easy, and 90s will be easy. And then after that, Absolutely. we don't have to do it anymore. Or we can restart again with like with like one, two, three, four. Because we didn't. I don't remember the number we started this at, but <laughs> we switched sports. We, we go to basketball. Yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. We started kind of late in the game, so. Um, yeah. Anyway. Um, Let's jump right into the divisional round. Um, and I mean, before we start talking about them, you got your playoff wish, which was for yeah AFC North teams to get knocked out. The AFC North is out of the playoffs now. Obviously, in one for one reason that makes me sad, but for two reasons it makes me happy. So <laughs> there we go. There you are. All right, let's let's start with the Rams at Packers. So. I think this game went yeah. probably what we thought it was. I know we talked about how this was a great defensive matchup versus a great offensive team uh, in the Rams versus mm-hmm. Packers. But, man, there's the, the, what I took from this game was what Adams was able to do to Ramsey and how I loved it. Uh, <laughs> the moves he was able to put on him, the, the touchdown he scored, the frustration with Ramsey. Uh I mean, good play calling by Lafleur. They were able to run the ball well and throw the ball well in this game. So, and, and I just love that it was Adams uh, having a good day against Ramsey. So, um, yeah. But looking at it, so I guess Aaron Rodgers had a really nice game: 296 yards, two touchdowns. Uh, he had a rushing touchdown in this game that he threw a little pump fake at the goal line. He got the linebacker to like jump up and then he like slipped into the corner of the end zone, which I thought was mm-hmm. pretty great of him just because I think Rogers doesn't get probably enough credit for his athleticism and his mobility. Uh, a mm-hmm. lot of credit to his arm, but I mean, obviously his arm's really good. This was a decent game for Aaron Jones. I thought he'd play a little bit better. I mean, 99 yards and a touchdown is pretty great. And that was on 14 carries. So, um, yeah. What else did I like in this game? Well, 
your boy Cam Akers showed up. Yeah, he's uh, he's kind of exciting going into next year for me, you know. Uh, I I think this game this game wasn't I guess really close, but the Rams kind of brought it within a touchdown there at the end of the um the end of the third quarter. I believe it was twenty five to eighteen or something. Um, but then the Packers were just too much for him. Like the offense, I really thought that the that the Rams defense would stop him a little bit better, but they didn't. Um, the play, I'm sure you saw that, that or maybe maybe you did, but uh, the touchdown that Adams scored on Ramsey, he kind of like motioned to the left, then like almost immediately just ran all the way back across the formation, and like Ramsey just like got totally kind of turned around and couldn't quite catch up to Adams. And so, yeah, it was, it was kind of fun to see Ramsey get a little, you know, <laughs> to have that happen to him, I guess. Um, right. But again, but, he is a top two, top three lockdown corner, whatever we want to give him. Uh-huh. But it just, I mean, just the attitude and the arrogance and the, oh, I just don't like the guy. So, I don't mind when he gets beat like that. Um, Man. But I here, think a big fact. Oh, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, I think a big question is, and we've kind of brought it up before, but Jared Goff got a ton of money. but And I, I, I know he's got an injured thumb, but outside of that season, they went to the Super Bowl. Like, are we seeing a Carson Wentz <laughs> situation, situation here where – well, I just mean, like, Goff just doesn't seem to be the, like, he's probably not ever going to be a quarterback that, I mean, I'm not even going to say, like, one of the top, like, but he's not even going to be, like, a Dak Prescott or, like, a, like, I mean, like, a good quarterback that you would probably, like, feel comfortable putting, trying to lead your team. I don't know if that makes sense, but I think right. the Rams have to ask some big questions, but he's owed way too much money. Um, but, I, I mean, they had a pretty good year, so I don't know. Like, do you just ride it out until this, like, kind of this iteration of the Rams is over with? Because they made that trade for Ramsey to try to go for it. And like you said, they did have a good year. Anyway, I don't know. It's just interesting. They're kind of in a tough spot. And one of the points that I listened to Adam Lefko, he brought up was, would the Rams have that Wolford, Wolford guy? Like, he, the point he was making was, they're letting that guy hang around because they like him. And they wouldn't let him hang around as long or be involved as much if they didn't see a scenario where he could be a major player for them or be a contributor, uh, which obviously is bad news for Jared Goff. But I think the comparison to like Carson Wentz is, I think, is really good because both have had better years, and as of late, both haven't looked good, and both have been paid, and both don't look like they're worth the, the contracts that they've been signed to. So I don't know what the, the Rams will do in the future. Uh, in this game, uh, Aaron Donald goes out. Um, oh, yeah. With a rib injury, I think. So, I mean, that's – he's the best player. So, I mean, if your best player isn't playing, it's going to take away from opportunities and things like that, especially with the defense. And, again, you're playing – and Rodgers and Devontae Adams, so I'm a little miffed. There. I'm a I'm a little miffed at uh, Aaron Donald right now because a lot of people are 
picking him over TJ Watt for defensive player of the year this year. So I'm a little oh, mad really? about that, but <laughs> Oh boy. Anyway. He's gonna get um, robbed for the second year in a row. Oh just kidding. <laughs> hey. Gilmore got it. I know. It. I was I was uh, waiting for your response to that, so <laughs> no, go ahead. Um, but anyway, Packers get the win. Packers get to play a conference championship game at home. Um, I saw a clip mm-hmm. this week that Bleacher Report put out, and it was Rodgers and um, Jordy Nelson on the bench after losing to the Falcons in the NFC Championship game in Atlanta. And Aaron Rodgers just turns to Jordy, and he says, we got to get one of these in Lambeau. Um because I think they know how valuable home field advantage is. And, like, I mean, look at last year. They, they lost to San Francisco in San Fran. And uh, now they get to go back to their home field as the number one ranked team in the NFC and play Tampa Bay. I don't think – well, I guess we'll talk about that later. But, I mean, this is a big win for them because they're going to get to play at home, which I think is something Aaron Rodgers has wanted for a long time. Uh, obviously, 2016, like you said, it was a while ago. So uh, this will be – very interesting to watch because I think it'll be a very good game, but we'll get to that. Um, do you yeah. want to go to the Ravens Bills? Yeah, let's move. Let's move to that game. Um, so obviously, I liked everything about this game, but the the Bills offense struggled more than I thought they would. Um, I know the I know the Ravens have had a pretty good defense, you know, but like I figured Allen would potentially uh have a good game here but um he did not and and um but in the second half they kind of turned it around but Lamar Jackson is this the game he threw that goal line pick yes yeah right so <laughs> and here's here's the thing I learned this week. Uh, the, here's the thing I learned this week. The guy that got the pick okay. for the touchdown is the same guy in the combine who was mocked and ridiculed. It's that drill where you have to you like turn around catch, turn around catch, run up the run across field catch, run across field catch up the sideline sort of thing. Oh right? yeah. I don't know I don't know what that drill is called, but that's what it is. And he turns okay the wrong way or something and he wasn't expecting the ball to be there so fast and he gets hit in the face. Okay. Um, and so like, I, there was a bunch of stuff out there. Like I remember after the, the combine, like there was just circulation of the video of him, you know, turning and getting hit by this ball, but it, that's the same guy. But I mean, he makes mm-hmm. a wonder, like an awesome play in this game and he just takes it all the way to the end zone. So good for that guy. Cause yeah, I was very happy about that. Um, Again, Lamar Jackson had a very Lamar Jackson game here, uh, except he couldn't. He didn't really run very much, but I mean, 162 yards. Um, he did get hurt later in the game, um, concussed, I guess, hit his head. Uh, but yeah, um, but the Bills, man, like they don't really have much of a running game to speak of right now, you know. Um, don't. So that could be what hurts them because even with Edward Solaire out and Le'Veon Bell kind of sucking it up, the Chiefs have been able to use uh, is it Damian Williams or whoever, whatever Williams they have back there. Uh, 
which we'll talk about obviously against the Browns, but um, the Chiefs seem to have kind of a little bit of a running game, so I'm a little concerned about that for these guys. But uh, yeah, I mean, solid win for the Bills, like keeping the Ravens to three points. And um, I think one thing Diggs, to too Diggs has another ex- exceptional game. And yeah, go ahead. Our weather in this game, hey, like the the wind was like. Oh yeah, it was very windy. Yeah. Right. Yeah, like they showed like the flags on the the goalpost at one point, and they were both going different directions. Like it was, it was like I don't know, it was all over the place. Like, and so I think Justin from, like, kick, Tucker missed two field goals. Right, and I sent you a clip of these Buffalo Bills fans when he was lining up for the kick, and they're like all very close to their television and they have like their finger and they're trying to flick the ball <laughs> back and forth, trying to mess mm-hmm. it up. And it was hilarious. And it was funny that they missed two kicks on it. And these guys are just celebrating. I thought that was so funny, <laughs> but a very good kicker, consistent kicker just on an off night. But I mean, again, I think it was, uh, Harbaugh. He just commented too. He said the snap from the center to the quarterback is, is affected by the wind. That's the kind of game yeah. it was. So I mean, if, if that if the snap is being affected, you, the kick is for sure going to have some some influence from the wind there on how it works out. But I mean, again, seeing Tucker miss just isn't isn't normal. I mean, very consistent guy, highly regarded as the best kicker in the league. Um, yeah. But man, the Bills, Buffalo Bills are almost at the Super Bowl. <laughs> Cave like the Buffalo Bills in the Super Bowl. <laughs> yeah. That's a heavyweight quote, but uh, so here's another question for you though about this game about quarterbacks. Uh, um, Lamar Jackson, okay, he won MVP well, obviously last year, right? Well, he was not even close to that this year, <laughs> right? His passing game clearly took a step back. So, my question for you is. Did the Ravens give him a big deal? Do they? Um, yeah, I mean, it's hard because like the guy won MVP, right? And like, it, I think it's almost like a situation with Flacco, where like Flacco had like enough success where like they had to stick with him, you know. But but the thing is, Flacco turned his turned his game on in the playoffs, you know. <laughs> right. Uh, anyway, so. I guess my question is, it's just like he's gonna go into his fourth year, right? So obviously they'll pick up his uh, um, fifth year option or whatever. And then, then the question is, I mean, I guess I guess they have the luxury of waiting and seeing with him, right? But uh, I just was seeing some of that on Twitter this week. I was like, you know, do the Ravens, you know, want to give him a big deal? I don't know. It's kind of interesting. <laughs> I. Uh... Honestly, I think they have to because, okay. I mean, like, look at the Dak situation. What a mess they've made there in Dallas for them. I think yeah, they have their yeah. franchise guy, and, uh, yeah, he's going to be expensive, but he's also, I don't know, it's just the way the league is going. Having, like, a mobile threat like that at quarterback mm-hmm. is just, it's a game changer for, for Baltimore and if they can get some better weapons in regards to wide receivers, if Marquise Brown can develop, if Andrews can continue to be a solid option, I, I they need one more piece for wide receiver. Um, and uh, that's yeah. if Brown can. Yeah. Uh, they need some other option for him. 
because again, just help him out because obviously, like throwing the ball, he's getting better, but it's still not like obviously mm-hmm. as much of a strength as the run game is for him. So, yeah, I think you're right. I think you can't let that walk out your door. If if he's on the Patriots, we're signing that guy. If he's on the Steelers, you're signing that guy. You're not letting him right. go somewhere else. Right. Yeah. No, that's that's totally fair. It's just you know, it's just kind of that like catch twenty two, right? Of like this guy's been successful and he's probably better than any other option out there. But yeah, anyway, it was just it was just it was just a interesting question. I was kinda of look seeing yeah. on Twitter this week, so sure. But I think I agree with you. Like I think he's won an M V P and I think the style of quarterback that he is is kind of the style of quarterback that uh, pe- that people are leaning towards, even though he had a down year, you know, um, in terms of his passing, uh, he's still a pretty effective guy when he's out there. So mm-hmm. yeah. Anyway, we don't have to dwell on that anymore. But I just wanted to ask you what you thought about that. Um. Right. Okay. Browns, Do you want to move on, on? Yeah, we'll go. Browns, Ooh, baby. Geez. This game was so okay. This game was not close <laughs> for a little while, you know. The Browns were getting punked. They had their they had that touchback into the end zone play where Sorensen probably had an illegal hit. It wasn't a legal hit. That's a bang bang play. Sometimes it's hard to call. Yeah. Um, okay, but, but can we? Sorry, I I feel like I'm over all over the place. But can we talk about that rule for a minute? So I heard a lot this week, you know, that's the dumbest rule in the NFL. And I mean, I kind of agree, right? But like, I don't think that the team should get it at the one yard line if if a player fumbles into the end zone like that. Like, maybe maybe instead of giving it to the other team, put it at the 20 and make it first and goal. <laughs> yeah. Or, you know what I mean? Like, because I don't think a team should just get it at the one. Because I've seen a lot of things like they can fumble it anywhere else on the field and get it at the spot. But this is different because in the end zone is a whole different, like I think if you're that close and you fumble it forward into the end zone and it goes out of bounds, like I don't think the offense should to me, like it seems like there maybe should be a penalty for that. Like, a, yeah. when I say a penalty, I mean like there should be some sort of punishment because you shouldn't be real. I don't know. Maybe, maybe, maybe that sounds ridiculous, but I just, I don't really like the idea of like just spotting it at the one i'm like no because the guy fumbled it you know and i know anywhere else on the field you just would get the ball back if it went out of bounds but i don't know but right the end zone isn't the same as any other part of the field because you're competitive yeah it's not the end zone um and it's also like just like if they were to fumble sorry just just like if they were to fumble in their own end zone you know like it it would be a safety right (laughs) so um i just don't think that you should just get the ball at the one like said maybe they should back it up to the you know the 20 and say first and goal from the 20 you know anyway Mm. i don't know what do you think but also like the offense or the defense for creating the fumble it's almost like well you created the fumble you force the fumble you want to like try and recover it but if it just goes out of bounds the offense gets at the one like that that seems like a that doesn't seem like a fair opportunity for the defense who forced the fumble. So like in the case where Sorensen, yeah, whether that hit was legal or not, I guess that's another topic for discussion, but I mean, either way, Mm -hmm. a fumble was forced. Like there should be an opportunity for the defense to be rewarded for the the play that they made on the ball. 
or the play that he made on the tackle. And I mean, if you yeah, watch and it, I like, think and Joku was right there to grab the ball. I mean, if he would have mm-hmm. pounced on that, that would have been a touchdown, right? Um, yeah, I think so. Cause even though I know there's that rule, like you can't fumble forward and recover, but in that case, like he literally fumbled it. Yeah. I think, I think it would have been a touchdown probably. Right. So um, anyway, it was kind of an awkward spot, awkward place where the ball was fumbled, but I mean, it's just bad luck. I mean, very Browns fashion to have a play like yeah. that in their game. I just think that, I just think that like because it's the end zone, it should be different stakes than just regular areas on the field. I don't necessarily mm-hmm. think it should maybe go the other way, but uh, um, I don't know. It is kind of a it's kind of a weird rule, but like if you think about it, that's that's kind of the definition of a touchback. So I. <laughs> I don't know, man. It's it's yeah. kind of it's kind of hard to really say, but uh, that that was obviously a big play. Um, but I think too, it the Browns might have like, won this game if that didn't happen. Anyway, right. But I think like ball security is like such an important thing for wide receivers to consider. Yes. Like, yes, I know yes. that one of the things that the Patriots like always do is like they don't ever like reach the. Well, sometimes I do, but I mean, I think Bill coaches them not to do those sort of things, so that these situations. Yeah, I saw that on Twitter happen. this week. I saw um, that on Twitter this week. I saw that somebody said, "This is why Belichick always tells his guys do not reach for the goal line, like in yeah. that fashion." You know, like I'm sure if it's right. two hands or, or like, I yeah, I did I mean, see Higgins, that this week. I think Higgins had two hands on the ball. It's just the hit that Johnson yeah. was able to get. Fair enough. Again, whether it was legal, I mean, well. But I don't think that's what we're addressing right now. But I mean, in that situation, you see that coming, and I'm sure like he wants to score. It's a playoff game. It's stakes are high. But I mean, again, that's why Belichick coaches guys to not do that. Like you protect the ball, and because I mean, yeah, you go from bringing yourself back into this game to ending up turning the ball over, which takes all your momentum away. It gives it all back to the other team. And I mean, you don't want to give that to the chiefs. So yeah. Um, I mean, other than that, like I thought Baker Mayfield played okay. Let's see. I mean, the, the Browns were able to get some stuff done near the end of the game here. Obviously Mahomes going out is a huge uh, momentum swing, an opportunity for them, but ultimately uh, Chad Henney. Clutch. <laughs> <laughs> Mr. Clutch made some big plays. He got that. Uh, he ran well, it. He, I thought he had the first down in real time, but he didn't quite get well, there. First was his interception that he threw. Awful. Oh, like there just was nobody. It's like closed his eyes and prayed, basically, man. That was yeah, that was terrible. Yeah. But then to come back and to you know have that third and long, he gets right up within inches, and then Andy Reid having the guts to throw a pass such a ballsy call i know with chad Henney. but chad when you have speedsters like freaking hardman and hill on your team you know like you can do those little quick like in the mm-hmm. flat type passes probably better than most teams which you know that's that's just knowing your personnel and like knowing what's worked for you all year and um, they played it back they had run that same play earlier in the year to uh to ice a, a victory so it's not the first time they've pulled out something right. like that in a game. Right. I mean, right. 
every everybody's probably thinking you run it, you run it, you run it, or you punt. Like I mean, but no, Andy Reid's got guts. Oh yeah. And surprise, surprise, I, uh, the Chiefs are going to the championship game, the conference championship game. Yeah, I just wanted to talk about that hit or when Mahomes went out of the game. Like I've been seeing a lot this week of like people like thinking there was something dirty going on, but like to me it just looked like. Mahomes got tackled and the guy kind of like pulled on his head a little bit or something. And then like, yeah. like to me, it didn't really seem like anything like there was nothing dirty there or like, I so I'm not really sure like what the talk was on Twitter this week. Um, he, he twisted his neck and he like pinched a nerve or something. And so it yeah kind of made him dazed or whatever, but I think he's fine. And I think mm-hmm. Wilson who made the tackle Wilson. Yeah. He uh, like, there was no, I mean, the hit really didn't look all that bad, in my opinion. Yeah, no, it um, I didn't. think he just got twisted up weird. But mm-hmm. anyway, he's apparently he's fine. He's going to be good for the next game, and okay. it'll be fun to watch. But yeah, uh, I guess one other thing, just the Browns, you know, I'm actually kind of worried about them for next year now. Uh, Baker has, I think, showed, showed me enough, like, at times towards the end of the season to, like, show some kind of – I think he's matured a lot in turn. Like he, he's actually making some good throws. Kind of, he's really zipping the ball in there a lot. And uh, I know, I know his stats aren't spectacular, but like even in this game, he was starting to really play well. Um, they have like probably the best run run game in the NFL. Nick Chubb is just, he might be the best running back in the league. Like nobody can tackle that guy. It seems like, like he goes untouched so often and it drives me insane. But uh, anyway, just, Sorry, just another note or two, and then we 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 all know what the Chiefs are when they're when they're at their best there. So, um, absolutely, yeah, Chiefs are moving on. So, all right, last game, Bucks at Saints. The old, old guys here. Yeah, the combined so, age was eighty-five. Breeze and Brady. Yeah, it came out that Breeze was going to retire after this game. And then after the game, he ba- he basically said, "I'm gonna mull over my re- re- retirement d- decision, I guess." And so, because the way he went out wasn't super great. Um, I honestly thought that the Saints would win this game, but man, Breeze can't Breeze can't throw down the field, man. His arm is gone. It seems that's why they had to bring in Jameis Winston for that deep bomb. <laughs> Yeah. I mean, it was kind of a trick play anyway. So like having Breeze lined up out wide would be kind of weird anyway. <laughs> but uh, um, I don't know, man. Breeze just—I uh, think he's still an effective quarterback. But I think his knock all year this year has been that he hasn't looked very good throwing down the field. And, right. And part of that, though, I think, are the injuries he sustained during the year—broken ribs, collapsed yeah. lung. I mean, Fair. this guy had a lot. Oh, right. Going on. Right. Um, right, <laughs> but I also heard too that Michael Thomas played injured in this game because he wanted a shot, obviously to move on, and so I think Michael Thomas mm-hmm. didn't look the same. Um, yeah. So when your two best players aren't looking their best, I mean, I thought that the the Saints defense played pretty well, um, but the Bucks made great plays, forcing fumbles, getting interceptions, tackling. So if the Bucks defense is clicking. I mean, that just makes them so much more dangerous because that offense we know is going to score probably around 30 points a game on average, right? And they uh, mm-hmm. 
I mean, they looked good in this game. I thought the defense played great. I mean, the, the interceptions have, that they were able to get in the, the yeah. force fumbles were awesome. Yeah, I haven't, I haven't watched a lot of Buccaneers this year, but this game, like Devin White, just stood out. Like I, I know we got that pick, but he's just he's just all over the place, and I'm not yeah. really sure how he's been doing since he was drafted. Um, but I mean, he just made such an impact in this game, and uh, kind of all over the place. Um. But I don't. I just don't know how Tom Brady is still going. Like, frick. <laughs> yeah, and I mean, I, I shared with you this week. It's like I want the best for Tom. I want him and Gronk to win. Like, I don't want anything but like success for them. But man, it sucks to watch. Oh man, this mm-hmm. it is not fun to watch them because it's like, oh, he obviously can still do this. Oh, look at what happens when you give him like elite weapons. Mm-hmm. Was a mistake made somewhere? <laughs> like, is the question. Yeah. Um, and I just, again, I, I want nothing but the best for them, but man, it, it's, diff- it's getting difficult to watch. Cause it's like, should we have had more time? But I mean, I'm grateful for the time I had, but at the same time, it's like very, very frustrating to watch as of late. Um, it's like, a, it's like I texted you earlier. I was like, I was like, I kind of want Tom Brady to win so he can possibly just retire on, on a win, but I also don't want him to win because I obviously don't like the guy. Right. <laughs> it's kind of it's it's really hard position for me, and also yeah. I don't like the Packers. But you know, anyway, it's tough, man. I hear ya. Anyway, so the, the Bucks Buccaneers get the are win here. the yeah they're they're the only team that isn't a one or two seed in the in the conference championship, right? They're the only team that yeah. came from from the wild card round. Right. So, um. Yeah, I think it's going to be a fun weekend coming up. Um, yeah, two so, pretty I guess good games here. So let's look at our picks here. So yeah, I think I'm losing, aren't I? So yeah, last week you went three and one because you picked the Ravens, and I went four and zero. Oh. So now fifty eight and thirty three for you on the season, sixty and thirty one for me. So two game lead. Um, so I got to pick opposite of you just to get back into this to tie it. Yeah. Nice. Bucks at Packers. I mean, I can go first here. I'm gonna go Packers, but I think you were maybe gonna go Buccaneers anyway. <laughs> you hit your maybe not. Correct. No, no, you're right. I uh, I just like okay. the way the Bucks okay. are playing. I mean, the way the defense played. Um, mm-hmm. I think this is a team that can compete with the Packers because I think like the Packers have a nice defense. So do the Bucks. I think they match up similarly. I think the offense for the Packers is great. I also think it is for the Bucks. So this this game could really go either way, and if it's comes down to man and again it's hard to even say it's like which quarterback is going to make the play oh that could be a toss-up so maybe this game comes down to a defensive stop and if the bucks mm-hmm. defense mm-hmm. is playing kind of hot lately maybe that's what it comes down to and again more weapons yeah. for tom i think tom has better weapons okay so i just think i just think rogers is just on a mission this year he just can't seem to be stopped and i think They've just been a better all-around team, so that's my only. That's really my reasoning there. So. All right. Um, okay. Yeah. Bills, Chiefs. I think you're gonna pick Chiefs. So. Oh man, I have to get this well, right, don't I? You know what? I am you, going Chiefs. You, you are going I really, I really, I really want to pick. I really want to pick the Bills here. Like I, I want the Bills in the Super Bowl, 
I want them to win the Super Bowl. But um, yeah, I gotta go with uh, I gotta go with the Chiefs. I think. Okay, I will take the Bills just so that I have an opportunity. If I can go two and zero and you go zero and two, it'll come down to Super Bowl Sunday for our picks. I'll believe in Josh Allen and Stephon Diggs. <laughs> and I mean, I don't know. But look at like the Chiefs versus the Browns, twenty-two seventeen. Again, fitting the narrative that we've identified all year, where the Chiefs aren't blowing anybody out. And so right. they're gonna let the Bills hang around. The Bills have been good lately, so and they just took care of the Ravens. Better defense. So you would think that these guys can mm-hmm. take care of the Chiefs on defense. Again, if it's maybe this is just going to be an offensive showdown where it's just touchdown after touchdown. But again, if it comes down to a defensive stop, edge to the Bills, I think. So we'll see if I can get back in this, tie it up, and then it'll come down to Super Bowl Sunday for our our final pick. Yeah, and it'll be. It'll be interesting. I mean, okay. I already know it. If I'm right and it is the Bucks and the Bills, you're going Bills, I'm going Bucks, and then. <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> ain't, ain't no way Tom Brady's gonna lose to a, the Bills in the Super Bowl. No, I'm just kidding. Anyway, I don't know. <laughs> All right. Okay. Well, there you have it. Those are our picks. Those are our games. Yeah. There we go. Um. Yeah, I don't know if. I just think I think the Chiefs will do it, but I will be cheering for the Bills, so that's interesting. Um, other than that, yeah. So I don't know. We don't really have a lot of fantasy talk, and obviously, just being the playoffs, kind of the off season. Um, Brady said at our draft time or our draft day for like a week after the draft, like normal. And assume we're going to do a slow draft like we did last year, which seemed to work really, really nicely. Um, Maybe not and, as uh, much time because I think it was like eight hours per pick. I mean, it'd be nice to have like a – well, yeah. I don't know. With people's schedules, maybe that is the best way to do it. It seemed like the guys got their we picks should, in pretty good. We should, do, we should do a Zoom draft. <laughs> Man, that would be um, – yeah, Maybe we should all try to get together for that, but I mean, it would just no, be all then, of us watching Jordan everyone, Dallin pick for like the first two rounds. Yeah. <laughs> Every, everyone would just be chirping, like, "Hurry up, hurry up, Dallin, hurry up!" Yeah. We'd just be chirping everyone. So, yeah. Um, yeah anyway. uh, I think that's really all we than, got. I mean, you and I are talking a possible trade but i mean if that happens we'll maybe get more detail about it so we'll just we'll tease yeah, you we've been having there. some discussions see if anything can get done i mean i'm the one dragging my feet no i'm just kidding <laughs> if anyone wants uh this isn't a great offer but if anyone wants big ben you can have him you know if anyone wants one, really? are you serious it won't, won't really take much so what would it take yeah man <laughs> No, seriously, I uh, need a quarterback. Oh, I, yeah. I, I might not have any. <laughs> I, I just lost Rivers. Hang on, can uh, we do a live trade here? What is what is uh, Big Ben going to cost me? What is what is he even worth, man? I don't know. I feel like I feel like a fourth is even asking too much for him. But <laughs> what do you can have on I, your team here? Oh, man, what can I give you? 
I need a quarterback. He's going to play next year, right? He is going to be the starter going into next season for sure, 100%. Okay. Dude, I I think I need to because I I don't know who my starter is going to be because Philip I lost Philip Rivers. For those of you that can't see my screen, my starting quarterbacks: Cam Newton, Jimmy Garoppolo, Jameis Winston, Mitch Trubisky, Philip Rivers. Philip Rivers just retired. The remaining four quarterbacks are all in a position where they are not a starting quarterback next year. <laughs> um, so, man, who do I give you? Do I offer you like a – man, I can't even think of what I would give you. I mean, you got you got three-fourths this year. Honestly, I might take one of those, but I don't know. <laughs> Unless you're not really is willing he, to part with a draft pick here. Well, I mean, that's the thing is I need to have a starting quarterback. and I mean, I could send you the 406. <laughs> would you do it for the 406? Honestly, probably. I mean, I got Stafford, Cousins, and uh, Allen. Uh, I, I think Stafford's going to be in a better situation next year, healthier. Yeah. Cousins, Cousins is Cousins. You know, he's he's got a stretch of good games in him every year. And here's um, here's my thought: a young quarterback, I'm probably going to have to take in the third round. So I mean, that fourth round pick, I may not even get a quarterback. And if none of these guys are starting, I need to lock down a starting quarterback. I'm going to send you an offer right now for the the 406 for Ben Roethlisberger. Okay. All right. All right. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm submitting the trade. Yeah. This is the fun thing about doing this live here. Okay, so I am trading with. Do I do I have to click accept or reject right now? <laughs> well, I mean, you don't have to, but I mean, it's a trade. I'm going to have a starting quarterback. So help me if he gets injured. Oh, man. 2021, the 406. This is Hewer's pick. I'm getting a quarterback. Yeah, I mean, we we don't know if he's, you know, but he's still, he's still owed a bunch. He still has one more season on his contract, and so I think... He's probably uh, gonna be back. Perfect. I'm almost. I can. I can almost 100% guarantee that he will. Oh, good. Needed that. All right. Well, it is submitted. So we'll see if it goes okay. through. We'll see if Kyle gets cold feet. <laughs> yes, you all can see what <laughs> happens after this. But. All right. Well, there you have it. Okay. Okay. There we go. <laughs> I guess that does it for this week, and we can uh, see if Ben and I make a couple trades this week. We'll see. (laughs) All right. Sounds good. Good night, everybody. Okay. See ya.